You may find this hard to believe, but 60 songs that explain the 90s, America's favorite poorly named music podcast is back with 30 more songs than 120 songs total. I am your host, Rob Harvilla, here to bring you more shrewd musical analysis, poignant nostalgic reveries, crude personal anecdotes, and rad special guests, all with even less restraint than usual. Join us once more on 60 Saws That Explain the 90s every Wednesday on Spotify. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear. Especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I dot com slash Simmons. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is a, a Friday edition of East Coast Bias. We are taping at midnight. I guess it's a little East Coast Bias after dark, after game one of the NBA Finals. The Nuggets take down the Miami Heat, 104-93. Let's be honest, the game was never that close. Denver was in cruise control for basically two and a half to three quarters. That said... If you had Miami plus nine, you were given a glimmer of hope in some extended garbage time for the outcome win or loss, but not extended garbage time when it comes to the point spread. Uh, Joe House, Raheem Palmer House, I know you've been big on the Nuggets. You told me four or five the other day. I heard you with the Podfather doubling down on such thoughts. I guess it's fair to say after what you saw in game one, your confidence level with Denver must be through the roof. Yeah, the only thing that I regret over this past week is not betting enough on on Denver tonight. I mean, I bet them pretty heavy for me, but this this was the spot. Uh, you know, and and there was like, I guess, a tiny bit of, oh, look at this, you know. Miami outscored them by 10 in the fourth quarter to to basically point the put the point spread in an interesting place. 
But man, every one of the 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 items on on your list about why Denver has the advantages that they have, why Miami might come in flat, the the impact of coming off of a game seven and showing up here, we saw all of it. And you know, I I said on on the Podfather show on the Bill Simmons podcast, I want to see game one. I want to see what Miami shows up with to see if they have a, an approach, any anything that looks like a solution. They're 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 cooked right now. They're cooked now. That it's it's it is to their credit. Miami has made adjustments in every series thus far in these playoffs, but I didn't see one thing, not one thing, JJ, that that dissuades me from from the heavy lean into Denver. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Miami is drawing dead in this series. I mean, they threw the zone out there, and Denver still scored 1.6 points per possession against the zone. I mean, when you look at the fact that Miami outshot Denver from three, I mean, they turned the ball over less, and they still, I mean, they were never in this game. And you, you saw Aaron Gordon. I mean, he absolutely dominated inside. You know, through the first couple of quarters of this game, Jokic barely was shooting the ball. And they they just, I mean, Miami was never in this game at any point. And I guess you could hang your hat on, on saying that, you know, Caleb Martin, you know, he was only had three points and maybe Miami will shoot better. But Denver was 8 of 27 from three. They shot 29% from three. So it just felt like Denver didn't even bring their A game. So I just don't know like what Miami is going to do and what they can throw at Denver to slow them down on either side of the court. Well, fellas, it's simple. Miami has absolutely no chance of winning games in a series if you're going to get passive Jimmy Butler. And to me, I don't know if it's the wear and tear or the fatigue of the seven-game series they just played against Boston or it's the altitude, which is obviously always a factor when you're playing these games in Denver. But Raheem, as I watch Jimmy Butler in this game, you know he's a dog. You know he's an assassin. He's not a guy that shies away from the moment. It felt like he was looking at the fur in this game way too often. He looked way too passive. This is not the Jimmy Butler that we've seen for the first three series of the postseason. And if you get games like you saw tonight from Jimmy Butler, where you only get 13 points out of him, yeah, Miami's got no prayer winning these games on the road, at home, against anybody uh, along the lines of Denver. Denver's too good to get subpar play out of your best player. You can't afford it. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt. But, I mean, the one thing I will say is that Jimmy Butler hasn't been the guy since the first two games of the Boston series. It just feels like, I mean, he's wearing down. So I'm not really that surprised, to be to be honest. Yeah, I was looking real quick, JJ. We, we, we have a lot of the information for game two. And we'll, we'll have a chance to strategize on the best way to generate a little return on investment for, for that game. His point total is 25 and a half because I was looking, uh, maybe there's a bounce back. I'm not playing Jimmy Butler to get 26 points in game two. Just not going to do it. So, I mean, it might just be uh, unders, unders, unders. Um, they got an, an, an incredible game out of BAM. Congratulations, BAM. That was, you know, but Denver's, but I, I think Denver just made a choice. Go nuts. You We're not going to lose if BAM Adebayo scores 26 points. He can have 26 and 12 every one of these four games in this sweep that's about to happen, and, and that'll be it. That'll be fine. Um, but I, I, I really think that, that uh, the 
I mean, what, what we were reminded Denver hasn't lost at home since March. So like re- remember Denver at home and I, I'm, I'm prepared to lay the points again, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to the analysis of game two and try and strategize a, a handicap on that one. Yeah. I look forward to that. Um, one thing I want to throw at you house. If you're Miami, you get three shots from Jokic in the first half. If you're going into game two, if you're Miami, are you looking and saying, hey, Jokic, go off, try and get 50 points if you can, and try to do everything you can against? I know they're small, right? Like, they don't they don't match up well with the Denver Wings. We saw that. Aaron Gordon looked way too big. The rest of the Denver team, for that matter, looked too big. Spolster is a terrific coach. He's usually a guy that's going to make an adjustment or two. Would you make the adjustment to say, hey, Jokic, go and get 55 if you can. We're going to try and do everything we can on the perimeter. I, I don't think they can do it. I mean, it, it, it's fine to, you know, vocalize that as a strategy. But I, I think, you know, uh, the the Joker in, in Denver, well, it's their choice. It's their option on, on offense. It's not, there isn't anything that Miami can do to alter the trajectory of Denver's offense. This is exactly the analysis of of the week. He's a unicorn. He's a he's there, there's no surprise whatsoever that he played a distributor role. He's the best distributor, and the best big man distributor in the game and a top 10 distributor in the entire league. And you look at how often he gets the ball to the right guy at the right time in exactly the right moment again and again and again. It's why when we were sizing this thing up, we we said that Denver's in just in a different class altogether. They, they're not like any of the other teams that Miami faced in the run-up in, in these playoffs. And it's a puzzle that, that feels very, 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 very difficult for Miami to solve. Yeah, I mean, I just... To me, Miami is drawn dead. I mean, when you look at the first half, I mean, Denver was 20 at 31 on twos in the first half. I mean, it just was basically a layup line out there. And then you look at the fact that Denver didn't even shoot the ball well from three. I think that's the scary thing is, is there's another level. Denver only scored 104 points in this game. And, you know, typically when you're looking at, you know, some of these these home Denver wins, they've been up at, you know, 115, 120, 125. So it feels like Denver actually performed under expectation in this game. I mean, they only had a, a 112 offensive rating. So I, I just, I don't know what Miami can do to slow down this offense. And then you look at the other side of the floor, to me, you got to give Denver credit for, for their defense just because when you look at how Boston defended them. I mean, it's it's completely different. It felt like, you know, Miami got whatever they wanted and they got a ton of rhythm threes. It didn't feel like they were getting those tonight. So I don't know what Miami can do. I, I think this is a really short series. And I think, you know, House hit the nail on the head when he played the sweep and, you know, the, the five-game series before this series started. The one thing I would say, especially in the first half, I actually thought Miami was getting good looks from three. They weren't going down. I mean, they were shots that against the Knicks, and maybe I'm, you know, biased by this because I got PTSD from the Knicks series when I felt like the same shots were going in that were not going in in this Denver game. Like Max Struess, I mean, he had about three or four wide open threes. Like, he almost had too much time, House, to shoot a couple of these shots and it didn't fall. Like, you guys asked, 
How can my, and we'll get to game two. We're going to take a break and then figure out how we're going to handicap this game. But how's it simple to me? How does Miami contend? They got to hit a lot more threes than they did tonight, man. Like they hit a lot of threes in garbage time when this game was over. They got to come out from the get-go and start banging threes. That's their hope as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, to be fair, this was the 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 write-off of, of Game 7 against Boston. So this is the worst version of Miami. You would expect this to be the worst version uh, of Miami. And if they come out and start hitting threes, what we really saw was the regular season version of Miami. That's the Miami Heat team we watched all season, uh, you know, in, in the run-up to these playoffs. A bullshit team who came out and bullshitted far too often for my taste and why I wasn't prepared to take them very seriously. Um, but they, you know, to their, to their credit, they, they uh, wrote a new identity for themselves. That identity did not accompany them to Denver, but they get a couple days to acclimate, to assimilate. This is not, you know, uh, uh, every other night series. So, you know, they, they will have the benefit of catching a little bit of rest. The scary thing for Miami is that this was Denver's rust game. And Denver was rusty. I mean, that is why they only scored 104 points. Miami at 93 points, that's the lowest point total in the entire playoffs out of Miami thus far. So, you know, g- game two... I wouldn't be surprised if um, pace picks up and you will get some, um, you know, small R regression in terms of better shooting from from both teams from three. And, you know, I looked at the the over, uh, the total open at 213.5. It, it, it was already up to 214 by the time we started taping. So I think there is some uh, sentiment out there in the market about um, what the total might might do. Yeah. Um... And th- this one's tough for me. I mean, I, like I, I need to think about it a little bit more. I'm gonna be honest with you, just All because. Right. How about I this, mean, Raheem? How about this? We're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna let you think a little bit, and then maybe you'll have some answers as far as the side total and all the stuff we got to look forward to for Game Two. East Coast bias. We're coming right back. It's almost time to crown an NBA champion, and FanDuel wants you to be a part of the excitement because right now new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to. $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. It's a beautiful feeling for me knowing I have two futures and I can't lose in this NBA final no matter what. But for game two, I think the Miami Heat are going to throw the kitchen sink at the Nuggets. I know Denver made it look too easy. Denver had every answer for Miami imaginable. I just think nine and change is going to be too many. So I'm going to take Miami to cover the number. And Max Struess couldn't have been worse in game one. I think he has a bounce back game two. Look for him to bang a couple of threes. And I'm going to play Michael Porter Jr. to do exactly the same. There are many things I love betting on FanDuel. Great promos every day. You got a safe and secure app and you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet all the finals action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash gamblers. And get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash gamblers. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus in select states. First online, real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-NOW-WITH-IN-INDIANA. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, boys. Game two, Sunday night, 8 o'clock. Raheem, from a side perspective, I'm seeing nine. Same line as we saw basically as a closing line in game number one. Did you think it might be a little higher or no? You expected this to be nine. I, I kind of expected this to be nine. I mean, when you look at the game, I mean, this this side, the spread was right around there. I mean, Miami, if they could have made two consecutive jumpers in a row in their fourth quarter, they might have covered this game. So, I mean, I think they nailed the the spread. Um, and I think that's why there's no adjustment there. On the total, I mean, I could obviously see why this came down. You only had 91 possessions in this game. So it's a really slow-paced game. And, you know, I mean, obviously both teams didn't shoot well from three. But the one thing, I mean, these teams did do well is they shot well at the rim. And you also didn't get a ton of free throws. I mean, Miami had two free throws in this game. So um, I think obviously that'll change. And then, I mean, Denver was 16 of 20 from, you know, free throw range. So I, I think, I think House is, is right when he says, you know, you probably should play the over here, but I don't have anything on it yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm in not that inclined. I'm not feeling the same level of confidence. This is why I, I started off by saying that I regret not betting more on game one. Because Dream's point is absolutely the right one. Denver could be up 16 or 17 with four minutes left. And Miami just, you know, um, 
knocking down threes at the end and 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 going and grabbing that number right out from under you. Uh, you know, going from from a 14-point lead with a minute and a half, and then Miami comes down and drills two threes, and your uh Denver minus nine is a is a is a dead ticket, even though the game's never in doubt. I I, I nine might be just a tiny bit too rich for my blood, but I do think I'm gonna play the total because I, I'm that that number that that Dream just shared in terms of number of, of possessions. Uh, I mean that that that's that 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 pace for sure is something that that both teams will take a look at, and we we know that both teams are capable at playing at, at a higher pace. Um, so I, I think that's that's where I'm going to focus my uh, investment on game two. I'm right there with you, fellas. I think the over is wise. I think both teams will absolutely shoot it better from three. Denver going to feel a little bit more comfortable, maybe shaking off a little bit of that rust. Miami, a couple extra days getting used to the Denver altitude. I, I think both teams shoot it better from three. Therefore, you end up getting more points in this game. So I'm going to be looking to play an over. And guys... I may sound like an absolute buffoon for saying this. I don't care. What else is new? I think Miami's showing up in game two. I, I really do. And, and I know I liked them in game one, and I ended up having egg on my face in game one. I could be more wrong. I think Miami, everything I know about this Heat team, they fight, guys. Like, even this game when they were getting freaking smoked, and they, they should have lost this game by 25, 30 points with the way they played and performed. They don't quit. So, like, I'm seeing nine points. I Denver's going to win this series, right? Like, Denver's going to win maybe five, six, four, whatever. They're going to win the series. I think Miami fights again. I do. I just think you're going to have to kill them in four games. And I think nine points, I expect a lot of people to be, hey, Denver, dominant game one. Denver, I'm weighing the points. I'm not thinking twice. Raheem, I, I actually am going to wait on this line, though, because I think I'm going to get higher than nine when it's all said and done. That's my personal take. The question I have for you is, what do you think about Miami first half? I mean, because obviously there is some type of desperation factor when a team is down 1-0. They, they want to avoid going down 2-0. Um, do you like Miami in the first half, or uh, do you just want to play them full game? I think I'm just going to play the full game. I understand the point about the desperation and what you could see in the first half. Here's my fear, though, Raheem. Miami has always been one of those teams that adjusts. And if I don't get the peak adjustment at halftime, I feel like I lose out on that. So I I see where you're going there. I'm I'm just gonna tell I'm gonna wait. I don't think I'm getting a number worse than nine. I think I might get a number that's a little better than nine, but I'm gonna sit it out and I will be playing the heat in game two. So there's that. Okay. And that makes sense to me. Say a prayer. I also don't have a a, a, a principled basis for arguing you out of the Miami position JJ I think you're right they they have they fought in this game they didn't you know they were down 24 uh they were down 20 points going into the fourth quarter and they they battled back I mean you know I I, I have complete respect for Miami they just can't beat Denver again I'm gonna knock on wood as long as everybody on Denver's healthy and and one of the one of the observations that definitely makes sense both of you guys touched on it Denver is huge compared to oh, Miami. Oh, they look monstrous. House, that's yeah. such a good point. Watching this game in the first quarter, I'm like, wow, Denver's a lot bigger than the Heat. Like, you didn't notice it in the Celtics series, and I'm noticing it now watching, and I didn't even notice it in the Knicks series. This series, I'm like, wow, Denver's wings. Miami's wings. Right, Yikes. right. Yeah, so we're going to go back to the well. Dream is upset because Michael Porter Jr. 
shot two for 11 from three. And one of Dream's favorite plays uh, uh, of this uh, game one was Michael Porter Jr. over two and a half threes. I am telling you right now, I am absolutely positively going right back to that well. Doubling down. It's 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 on FanDuel right now. I think it's minus 160 something or other. I don't care. I'm in. The, they want him to shoot it. He wants to shoot it. He, it's in rhythm. It's in their offense. He goes to that corner. He loves shooting off of one foot from that corner. He's going to knock him down. I, I love him getting the three, three threes for Michael Porter Jr. at a minimum in game two. That that's 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 the house stone cold lock of, of game two. Yeah, I, honestly, I think you can just play Michael Porter Jr. props throughout this entire series. I mean, he had 13 rebounds tonight. I mean, you guys talked about the the size and length of the Denver Nuggets. And, you know, Michael Porter Jr. is 6'10". And you look at these guys for the Heat, they're all like 6'7 and below. So he's going to continue to get rebounds. It's pretty much him and Jokic. They're going to dominate the boards in this series. So I think you can continue to play Michael Porter Jr. rebounds up. I mean, we we gave out some of those in the Western Conference Finals. We actually gave that out on Bill's show. So I think you continue to play that. Obviously, I mean, he went two for 11 from three tonight. It didn't go our way. Maybe if that goes our way, we probably hit the team total on the Denver Nuggets as well. So I think Michael Porter Jr., that's that's the way to play this thing. Well, how about this? So let's play Denver to win, House, and let's take Porter Jr. either over two or over three threes. Let's see what we get there. Three Great. is probably the number because we're going to get no value with two. I like that. Yeah. So I have it up right now, guys, but I think that's a winner. Denver Denver to win, Porter three plus threes. Raheem, you in? Yeah, I'm in. I believe that pays minus 104. I'll take that at even money. That's a great even money bet. I'll that take that at even money. a great even money bet. I'll take Absolutely that at even money. Right. House, what do we like uh, for Sunday from a prop standpoint? It was that. I mean, I think Dream is all over it. I'll, we'll probably play, uh, you know, one of the, the, the best uh, contributions he made to the Bill Simmons podcast this week was was Caleb Martin unders. I think I'll revisit that as well. I mean, I you know uh, he'll have a bounce back game, but I'll, I'll be looking to play you know the, that inflated market because um, it won't it won't ratchet down to the reality of <laughs> of what that situation is all about. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to go right back to that well as well. But I think the the lead with these props is is Michael Porter Jr rebounds and 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 the threes uh for sure. I do want to say Jamal Murray has now had five straight games of at least 25 points. And a lot of people are trying to give me a hard time for making a case for him as a potential MVP. And 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 he was available at 13 to 1. Now, I don't have those odds up yet, but just keep an eye on Jamal Murray. He's the beneficiary of that highly efficient Denver offense. He's down to 10 to 1 right now. Just to let you know. It's not a bad ticket. It's not a bad ticket. I just feel like you're going to (laughs) need... Here's the problem, though, House. You're going to need a dud Jokic game or two. Because there aren't going to be any. That's the issue. That's why he's going to win. They do it. And they set it up now. For every Andre Iguodala, it's 98% star player wins the MVP every single time. Legit every not, single time. I don't have a different argument. I understand. And then, I mean, honestly, I think a lot of people recognize that they were on the wrong side of history, not giving Steph Curry that MVP because it took, you know, four or five years for him to actually get his MVP. And I think, you know, no one wants to be the guy to say, you know what, we didn't give Jokic his finals MVP. So 
I, I don't see it happening. What, what's what's Jokic at now? Is he is it is it minus three hundred for him? It's minus four seventy, and I actually oh, believe that has value. <laughs> God, <laughs> minus four seventy. But look, a, a, a triple double. Like you know, there's there's all the history stuff that will come out uh, over over the weekend. Both Murray and Joker with over twenty points and, and at least ten assists. That hasn't happened since Pippen and Jordan. Uh, Joker with the first triple double in, in in his first finals game since Jason Kidd. Like we're going to be talking some genuine NBA history here through the whole weekend, and the Joker is going to just keep cashing those triple double tickets, and we're going to keep on talking about history, fellas. I feel like we got to bet that every single time. Just to give you some perspective, Jokic is minus four seventy to win MVP. The Denver Nuggets are minus eight hundred to win the series. So I think that's a bit mispriced. Whoa, just well. All right, boys. We have a lot to chew on as we head to the weekend. Um, by the way, excellent job by the two of you on the BS pod. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't invited. I stand by my giddiness <laughs> and my glee because there would have been nothing more insufferable, nothing, than a Boston 3-0 collapse. So I am standing in solidarity with my city, and we enjoyed every GIF. And by the way, House. He loved it. The Kendall he Roy, did love it. he loved it. He, uh, he, loved he didn't it. love the performance by the Celtics, but he loved the GIFs. I, I actually, what I need, and, and maybe our friends at the Ringer can make this and partner up with HBO. I don't know if they could do it. I want on a t-shirt, the Simmons, Kendall Roy, side by side, and I want to wear it at a Yankee Red Sox game at some point this year. Can somebody get me that t-shirt? Oh, wow. I will pay oh, good wow. money for it. Uh, if there's folks at the ringer who will do it, if it's going to make us a couple extra bucks, I'm more than happy to donate. Uh, we'll donate to charity, whatever. I think that sounds like an excellent t-shirt idea. I'm just saying. <laughs> that is an excellent. I, and actually, I want one. I want a hoodie. You want a hoodie? I want <laughs> oh, a t-shirt. I want I a hoodie. Hoodies. <laughs> the problem is, Raheem, I have 10 zillion hoodies. So if I get another hoodie, I'm getting booted out of my appointment. I, I was told. Hoodies <laughs> and hats. All I do is buy hoodies and hats. So there's that. Well, boys, excellent job during the week. We will chat on Tuesday after game two. Get you ready for game three. And then, of course, we'll have our show on FanDuel TV. You don't want to forget about that. So, House, Raheem, enjoy the weekend. Good job by the War Gone Warrior. Uh, let's hope game two of the NBA Finals treats me better than game one. Just saying. It needs to treat me better because I'm pissed. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. He, he goes up. two for 11 from three. Wake I have up. team two. Here's the thing. I have the team total over 113 and a half. Denver only scores 104. I mean, I just, and I'm frustrated. Oh my God. We'll be back for the hundreds. Raheem, we'll see you this weekend. House, hit him. By the way, House, parting thought. Only JJ could go and have seven pars and end up with a 97. Oh. Oh my God. Two eights. Well, two eights and three sevens will do that to you, my friend. It's fine. Uh, the the pars is what you 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 seek your teeth into, buddy. That's progress. Good job. Well, Good job by you. Got to got to call it like we said. All right, boys. Enjoy the weekend. Good job, Oregon Warrior. We'll chat after Game Two of the NBA Finals. <laughs> 